Bill Gates, business magnate, software developer, philanthropist, nation's largest farmland owner. Yeah, you heard that right. Gates owns nearly 270,000 acres of farmland in the U.S. Who knew? And Bill Gates started buying land in 2013 through a web of limited liability shell companies across the country. You go to another city. What for? They're all like this. The country? That's not allowed. Those farms are like fortresses. Why? Good land's got to be guarded the way they guard the waste disposal plants, the soil in factories. So we, you know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is, uh, will get attention this time. On the wake up. Live from FEMA Region 2, back at it one more again for the most dangerous two hours in radio on the wake up. With your host this evening, your brother Cam Kazi the Cutlass, and my co-host, my brother John, the Masonic Marine from the Truth Booth Podcast. Shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby for bringing this all together. Shout out to the whole On the Wake Up Radio family, and shout out to you, the listener, the On the Wake Up Radio army. You can check us out if you're tuning in tonight on the IG Live, telling you now. Check us out at onthewakeupradio.com. The link is in the bio. You can stay on the IG live, but we're going to talk about some hot shit tonight. So, the uh, might, we might face some censorship, as you know. So definitely check us out at onthewakeupradio.com. You can also check out the archives at the SoundCloud, YouTube. No, sorry, YouTube. YouTube's not there anymore because of censorship. Stitcher, Google Play, not Google Play, yeah, that's there. iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You can check us out at those outlets. If you do tune in on there, um, please hit that like button and hit that share button. Share this content with someone who you feel is on the wake up and ready to hear it. Everything we do here is a labor of love and all we ask is that you spread the word and that you do your part because it's all hands on deck right now. Um... You know, there shouldn't be any spectators at this point. Everybody's a participant, whether by default, really, you're a participant because they've got our backs up against the wall. If you're not with this fucking tyranny and these mandates at this point, it is already knocking on your door. This is what my brother John always talks about, you know, the fucking cul-de-sac mentality. Fuck me, feed me, leave me alone until it's knocking on my doorstep basically, right, um, so, you know, you're, you're a participant at this point, so you gotta do your part for your own liberation, you know, all we can do here is just provide certain information, but we need you all to come through and do what you need to do, even if that's just sharing the information, all right, (sighs) shout out to FEMA Administrator Deanne Criswell. Deanne, thank you for keeping the lights on. I don't even know if she's keeping the lights on. I don't know what the fuck Deanne is doing at this point. It's too much going on, too much fuckery. But we're gonna tune into all that. What's up, brother man? How you doing? With the royalty today, yeah, as usual, you know. Mm hmm. Uh, Oh, fuck. Yup, yup. Shout out to the homie, too. It's funny because you you mentioned when we were talking right before the show, you mentioned Soil and Green too. There's a cut from Soil and Green in the ad today. 
And in that cut, he was, um, you know, you remember that movie, uh, Women, Women of the Night. They were called Furniture, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, everybody was. It was like you know, you have the rich and the poor, and there was no in between in that fucking movie. Uh-huh. And so, if you're rich, rich man, you have furniture in your house. Furniture mm-hmm. is like, you know, basically prostitutes. I guess today they call them sex workers. Sex workers, in-house sex workers. You know, you get an apartment, you got furniture with it. Like, oh shit, she comes with it. Like, ah. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. So, dude, you know, he was investigating a murder that happened, you know, in the house. Um, and so he was talking to the furniture shorty, and you know, he had done this thing with her at a certain point, and then so he's sitting there, and she's like. Oh, why don't we just run away? You know, why don't we go to another city? He said, Oh, and every other city's probably just like this. He said, Well, why don't we go to the country? He said, The country you can't go to the country. He said, Like, he was talking about how basically how secure the farmland is at this point. The farmlands are secured like military bases. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, he said that shit. And it made me think of Bill Gates and, you know, his purchasing of all that uh, farmland and the wildlands project, right? And just the the locking off of this country. Really, they want to do it all across the world, but it's, we're talking about this country because we live here. And how in the wildlands project, you're basically going to have, you know, the humans, humans are going to be relegated to certain, you know, basically the major cities, which are going to be smart cities. We're not going to have vehicles. We're not going to have cars. If we do have cars, they're going to be electric cars. They don't want us traveling too far. Like, you know how long it takes to charge a fucking electric car? They just got places to go. What's like three, what's like 30 minutes to three hours or some shit like that? I think it's hours. I could be wrong, but I think it's like three, four hours. So you're going on a road trip. I don't know how many miles you're supposed to get off this electric car. Let's say you get 400 miles off and you're going cross country. That means you, <laughs> you, listen, man, I'll drive 400 miles, fill up my gas and drive another. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But you have another couple hundred miles before I finally settle down. Word. But so the world that they're trying to create right now, they're trying to have everybody in these electric cars uh-huh. relegate to these smart cities, you know, Hunger Games type shit. You know what because, I'm saying? Like, because, like, if you think, like, the caveat off that statement, like, to think about it, let's say if you want to uh, create a, a, a route plan and you know you have to refuel, where you going to refuel at? If you could say, per se, per se, you got one of these Tesla cars. Tesla has a fucking agreement with these Wawa gas stations for the most part, right? In the eastern, you know what I mean? United States, you see the Wawa's and you see the Tesla charging stations. You know you got to go from one point to the next point. So if you're doing some shit, niggas going to know where you're going to end up at if you're going to, you know what I mean? Exactly. You're limited fucking number of fucking refueling stations. So you're going to map your fucking movements. That's all they want. They don't want you to have free will. We don't know where he went. Well, we know he's heading to this one. Right. His car going to cut the fuck down. So we'll rendezvous and meet him dead way. There's only one charging station in between. <laughs> yeah, like, kind of world we going to be living in in like a couple years, bro? Like, we allow these niggas oh. to fucking cook out for us. Oh, man. 
about the um the the contact tracing app right 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 and um there was a day last year man almost everybody lost signal mm-hmm. the phones were acting funny mm-hmm. and when the signal was back on this thing was downloaded in everybody's phone and if you go on youtube you can find videos showing you how to disable it and, and that's the world that they want to create. And, you know, just to touch on that smart dust, too, because uh, a lot of our audience, they may or may not know about the smart dust. With the smart dust, one, like you said, let's say they're not chipping everybody in these shots, right? The smart dust, the smart dust is is being sprayed through the chemtrails. It's through the chemtrails. It's, it's being woven into fabrics. You know, it's the type of thing that we're inhaling it. It's just permeating our cells at this point. And so, like what? Just like fluoride. Yeah, exactly. It's just like fluoride. Like it's in our systems at this point. And so, and this is why even on this show, we talk about how people need to do, um, you know, heavy metal detoxes. I honestly don't know how to get all the smart dust out. But there's certain foods that you can consume. You can consume the... um, Chlorella, spirulina, um, cilantro, things like that um, help you to orally chelate and kind of pull those heavy metals out of your system. People can take baths with, um, you know, with uh, Epsom salt, but also with alfalfa. With alfalfa, that's a big one. Epsom salt, alfalfa, put some kind of organic soap in there. And just soak uh, bentonite clay, and this helps to kind of pull the nanos out of your body, off of your skin. And then after you take that bath, you want to uh, take a shower and use some Dr. Bronner's peppermint soap to wash yourself off. See how your skin feels after that. And I'm told that after you do that process, if you were to shine a black light into the tub, you would see the nanos in there. I'm not so true. I'm not sure how true that part is, but that's what I've been told. And this is just, you know, information I've been compiling over the years because we honestly don't know for sure how to get all this stuff out of our system. But folks need to think on that level when it comes to it. The thing with the smart dust, from my understanding, is that it doesn't have a power source of its own. So one, it probably is powered somewhat off of our bodies. Then also with the smart dust. It um it, it loses its char it loses its charge after you know a few hours or a few days so this is why it constantly has to be replenished like once it leaves our system then it has to be you know it's basically useless at that point so that's why they're constantly dumping it on us through the chemtrailing which is something that people you know since we're in this pandemic situation a lot of people aren't talking about the chemtrailing that's a whole other aspect of this. And just like, um, you know, we were talking about earlier, it's, it's called full spectrum dominance. 
Um, they want to bring the ionosphere down to our level and basically make us walking antennas. Mm -hmm. If you look at, right? Think about the 5G. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, think about 5G. What if they use the 5G to reach, you know, to recharge these, uh, these smart guns? Mm. This technology goes back to um, Tesla, Nikolai Tesla. Mm -hmm. He was doing this way back then. Yep. He was transferring electricity without wires. Right. Can imagine and Thomas Edison stole a bunch of his ideas and his technologies, and um, he was never given credit. He was kind of, you know, he was an underdog. So, can you only imagine the developments that happened with his inventions today? Shit, they had like 80 fucking crates of this motherfucker's papers and writing <laughs> stolen out of his fucking New York, uh, New Yorker hotel when he died by the government. What was it John Trump? Or what was it? Donald Trump's uncle? Oh, yeah, took, right. Took off, Trump's took eight, uncle, yeah, it took 80 fucking trunks of fucking Tesla's fucking research yeah. papers that were never fucking, uh, most of shit never uh, give it back. If this this radiation is killing birds. What can it really do to humans? You know, when mm -hmm. we have these devices, these uh, receivers of this uh, quote-unquote signal right on our phone, and it's always close to our face. Yeah. Our phone. Mm -hmm. Exactly, yeah. makes you susceptible for the, to, to their will, bro. You gotta do it. just fucking turn. Like we all are in antennas. We know that, man. Look how like Doctor Delgado with the bull in the late sixties. Shit, you know, right? Everything, everything is susceptible to fucking electromagnetic frequency with certain manipulation of variables. Plus fluoride in your body, in your system, that's uh -huh. much more susceptible to suggestion. Uh -huh. You know, it, it basically uh, it cuts off your balls and it makes you submit to whatever suggestion that is said to you, and it just keeps on getting repeated in the echo chamber that you believe it to be fact because everybody's talking about it. And your, your ability to think for yourself is impaired because of the fluoride. You know, we're bathing in this thing. It's soaking into our skin. Mm -hmm. We're inhaling it through hot showers. It's in the toothpaste. It's in the water. Mm -hmm. I realize, man, the difference is, uh, remember, John, I told you earlier, I don't want to put bleach in my hot tub. I, I want... Uh, uh, spring water in there. I told you to use the bleach to get the goddamn shit out to clean it, to rinse that shit. Yeah. We had a whole discussion about, yeah, it's yeah. just um, those microscopic plants. Um, algae. algae. You know, so I don't want bleach soaking into my system, but instead I put up some salt and peppermint in there. Mm. Get some deep cleanse. Plus mm. the mineral water that's straight from the ground. You know, because what I realized is when back then when I used to live in the city, I was bathing in fluoride. Mm -hmm. I was drinking fluoride. You know, mm -hmm. and now here in mm -hmm. the country, my water comes straight out of the ground. Mm -hmm. You know, and also it it, it 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 hydrates me so much better, and I feel like my my mental clarity, yeah, yeah, so much better. I can think more clearly now. And I'm less susceptible to suggestions when I stop drinking mm -hmm. and bathing in fluoride. Yeah, mm. That's facts. That's facts. 
Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, because even our skin, that's our largest organ right there. We do do absorption through our skin. You know, if we're like you said, we're brushing our teeth with it. If we're, we're washing our hair with it, if, if it's hot water, how much more is that being absorbed into our mm-hmm. system? You know, what's it? It's a neurotoxin. Um, fluoride. Fluoride is a neurotoxin. And, you know, as much as people like us would talk about this in the past years, now we're really seeing, you know, this stuff come to a head. Like now for me, this stuff really matters. It matters. It mattered before, but now it really matters because you see the impact it's happening on, it's having on kind of the group think that's going on right now. Like all the 5G, all the, all this, the frequencies, you know, as much as folks talk about 5G, they don't talk, you don't hear people talking about Wi-Fi, which in my opinion is probably just as bad, but it's just as bad because people don't realize how toxic and dangerous it is in the first place. Stop, stop it, stop it, stop it. Don't you fucking put that out there. Like, oh, this is the plausible deniability umbrella for all of you to hide under due to convenience. These niggas know exactly what the fuck Wi-Fi damage does. Every adult that wipes their ass and knows when to stop wiping with toilet paper knows what the fuck Wi-Fi is doing to your body. You ignore it because of the convenience of it in your daily life. You ignore it in your face. You ignore it in your pocket. You ignore it fucking burning down your fucking cell, your, your cementic fucking sperm count. You know what the fuck you're doing. You put the can down the road, nigga, and you complain about what the fuck. Oh, I don't understand. No, it's willful fucking compliance. Right. Like, why do my great-grandchildren have fins? Like, what the fuck? Why do they have fucking flippers? You know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell is going on? Kids out here like the Toxic Avenger and shit. Yo, straight up, man. No, you're right, bro. You're right. Because it... Yeah, yo. Because they do know. People do know. There's no way that you're an adult right now don't know what all these things are doing with the fucking cell phones. Like, you're right. You're right. Because I'm saying, like, ah, oh, they don't know. They do fucking know. But they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to okay. deal with the reality. And, yes, we're using Wi-Fi right now. Every Trust me. Every time I have this fucking phone in my pocket, every time I do a broadcast, you know what I'm saying? And I have these devices in front of me. I know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing this for y'all. <laughs> we're doing this for y'all. I just had a, I just had an a, a idea for a novel just now. Like, I was just, <laughs> ah, you gonna hate me if I say this shit. Sharing this with the world. Let's go, bro. All right. I just imagine a fucking an interdimensional fucking portal. Somehow somebody gets through it, whatever. And then this other world, it's an America or it's a world where shit should have been done right, like where the government actually, instead of doing gain-of-function research, actually used <laughs> American taxpayer dollars to actually better human beings, human potential. Like, they didn't have to press technology on this planet. They didn't hide fucking artifacts and, and deny people knowledge and shit. Like, they didn't fucking try to fucking use tax dollars to fucking kill off people with soft genocide. Now they gave people <laughs> subdermal body armor, just fucking longevity and made people have their, their best potential fucking manifest and gave them the avenue for that on this world. But it just never stopped. And this went on for generations. In this fucking world, people came across into this dimension and fucking saw how we were doing shit and just started running them up. But then started 
you know, we wrote them off as like villains. Or who are these names? Superhumans and shit. They look like superhumans. Moving around like superhumans, but just regular humans. But just given that fucking un- that that opportunity to fucking excel, not mm. to just snuff motherfuckers right out the gate. All oh, these niggers can't survive. Like type of shit. That fucking genetic inf- like inferiority complex with the fucking resources and shit. No, fuck all that. Like in this world, like imagine that, man. Imagine we could have a fucking a flip side to this and see what that would look like on a grand scale. You know, I think about that all the time, and I think like that world must exist. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I mean, you know, we got plenty of writers, so I'm sure someone's listening right now or will in the future is going to create that novel. You better fucking sight yeah. us. I'll be like right. Jet Lee, Jet Lee in a one and shit. In the one, right. <laughs> just get stronger. Yo, peep this, man. I just got this book. I started reading it. Tech Technocracy, The Hard Road to World Order. Mm-hmm. This book was written in 2018, right? Mm-hmm. And this dude is written by um Patrick M. Wood. Motherfucker's on point. I just want to read this. This is part of his preface. It says, I fear that they may place too implicit a confidence in their public servants and fail properly to scrutinize their conduct, that in this way they may be made the dupes of designing men and become the instruments of their own undoing. Make them intelligent and they will be vigilant. Give them the means of detecting the wrong and they will apply the remedy. Daniel Webster, 1837. 1837, he wrote that shit about where he sees people going and he's showing how like as long as we rely on these people like look at look at a motherfucker like bill gates right where people i don't know how he earned because he didn't earn it but how we gained the trust of so many people to the point where we've given him this much power to do whatever he wants to do but he's coming up with the remedy that's based on his idea of the future that he wants to see and people like him, like you were saying, but uh, you Genesis. But we have created the climate for our demise with our fucking willful, you know, giving of, of the products that this man is fucking rendered. People buy into it, and in turn, his fucking money, his influence goes into the fucking pockets of individuals that have the fucking resources for the media and shit, then they disseminate his opinion down. You know how that goes, but in the mm-hmm. day, his opinions, even though as unsavory as they are and as unsavory as they are articulated, they're not checked. Yep. It's like a fucking goddamn, like, it's it's finance. It's like, like yeah, your, your resources, like, just like, 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 blind you from the fucking imminent danger. It's like, oh, just but like starstruck, bedazzled and shit. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. nigga, tighten the fuck up. This nigga, yep. y'all nigga, you got you motherfuckers clapping your hands about fucking if we do a really good job in, 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 in decreasing one of these numbers and then his little formula for fucking depopulation and population mm-hmm. control. You know what I mean? Like, talk about killing you, nigga. <laughs> then you gonna get to take a vaccine for this motherfucker, like. If people around you, let's say you're watching a show or something, and you're not show. even paying attention to it, you know you're doing something else. But if the people around you start clapping, you 
going to start dropping too. Mm. Thank you. That's what it is, man. And that's why right now people are more than willing, more than willing to jump in the bandwagon, just like the vaccines. We all know the vaccines don't work. Actually, Mm -hmm. Israel vaccinated the entire population. You know, Mm -hmm. one of the leading numbers of COVID right now is Israel, UK, France. But these nations vaccinated the entire population. And you still have people telling you, you should get your vaccine. You should be vaccinated. Why? Um, Does it stop the virus? No. Um, So why should I get vaccinated? Well, maybe it will prevent you from getting it as easily. We can't even have a regular conversation. You see that, right? Anybody who's listening right now, I'm sure people are getting bounced out of this uh, this live broadcast as we speak. But my man was just dropping some truth. And what happens as soon as he starts saying that, he gets cut off. That's how that. That's where we're at right now. That's things. That's how uh, things are going at this point. And so people have to plan and move accordingly because there are a lot of people who are speaking out despite what we're being told and something like that, you know, that, that wasn't fake news. That shit was cited. A man was talking about how Israel is facing this, um, you know, this explosion of cases and they are one of the more heavily vaccinated nations on earth, on earth. So how is that happening? Nobody has an explanation for it. So this is from this headline. This uh, article is from Politico, Politicus USA. <clears throat> this is from August 25th, 2021 by Todd Nakirk. Headline, NYC's largest police union <clears throat> says they will sue if COVID vaccines are mandated. The vaccine, yeah, yep. and we, we talked about this, right? We said the, the police are the second to last line of defense, right? Because if the police let themselves get bullied, then it's going to be the people who have to push back. Let me just read mm-hmm. it says the vaccine, so headline, NYC's largest police union says they will sue if COVID vaccines are mandated. The vaccine against COVID-19 has been readily available for a number of months. Unfortunately, not enough people are taking the shot and the Delta variant is now plaguing the country. States and business are now starting to take steps to ensure that their employees are vaccinated. And there has been significant pushback in many cases. New York City recently announced that by September, all school educators must get the shot in order to continue working. Other regulations are expected to come. On Tuesday, PBA President Pat Lynch rallied against forced vaccinations, threatening to sue if they are if they are required. Lynch wrote in an email, quote, if the city attempts to impose a vaccine mandate on PBA members, we will take legal action to defend our members' rights to make such personal medical decisions, end quote. The PBA president continued, quote, As of this writing, the city has not indicated whether it will attempt to impose vaccine mandates on other city workers, including police officers, end quote. 
the moment, at this moment, only 47% of NYPD cops are vaccinated. Commissioner Dermot Shea tried to explain the low number, saying, quote, fully expect that number is higher from the outside. I know many people that have gotten it through their own doctors and things of that nature. Fuck this dude. Fuck Dermot Shea. Fuck all these niggas. Fuck them. Yo, the numbers are actually, it, it could be 47% for NYPD, but that means 53% of y'all motherfuckers didn't get it at this point, you know? And I'm telling you, like, people, this, this shit is not a regular shot. This is gene therapy, okay? This is experimental gene therapy. People don't know what it's going to do yet. It's like, what do you always talk about? Fucking Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi with these bills. You know, we don't know what's in it till we get it. Half it to see me. These call it a vaccine. We call it a vaccine because the echo chamber calls it a vaccine. But if you look at the patents, man, this doesn't qualify as a vaccine. This is nanotechnology. This is actually qualified as a bioweapon. Hmm. You know, I, I encourage everybody to look into the into the, the, the patents. You know, when it comes to the vaccines, man, they don't qualify as vaccines at all. It sounds a lot more like bioweapons. It sounds a lot more like nanotech. But, you know, but, like, the thing is, like, We've, we've all gullible to take this shit. People are so fucking, they're clapping. They're, they're, they're sitting. That's, that's the thing, man. It, it's been called a vaccine. And everybody says it's a vaccine. You know? But it's not. If you look at the hard facts, this is not a vaccine. <coughs> this is a, a freaking biological weapon. But the fact is, like, we've a lot, we're, we're, we're forcing people to take this shit through and, and, and cash, financially castrating government employees with tenure out of jobs, where people with security clearances out of jobs, people that subject matter experts mm-hmm. in certain skill sets are getting pushed out of their positions and, and, and fields of expertise. For not getting a fucking experimental vaccination. Experimental vaccine is right then on there. If you want to take the vaccine, you got to sign a waiver that uh, says basically most people don't read it. You're partaking in 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 an experiment. You're signing up to be a a fucking guinea pig. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right there, man. But people ignore this thing. You know, because they want to feel better because they told. They got told that this is the way to do it without looking into whatever bullshit they, well, they're putting into their system. Well, maybe I have a theory of this. Maybe it's like we all see all these predictive programming movies, like the population is is uh, diminished in the future in every post-apocalyptic movie. Right. And we look at the Hunger Games and like they have the country cutting its fucking districts and shit. Look at, we look at the fucking FEMA regions and shit. You look at that cut into districts and then we look at these people that are taking vaccinations and we can't help but to think to ourselves, where are these people going to be later on down the road? They're not going to be here. They're, 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 their genealogies aren't going to be here. So the people that are surviving in these post-apocalyptic narrative movies are individuals that didn't take vaccines, per se. They're the ones that are fucking looked at as the fucking people, you know what I mean? Yeah, the the outcasts of society, the rat people living in the fucking sewers of demolition. Right, eating rat people. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, give me a Rolex watch and make you the meanest burger in the world, motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> yo, yo, good point. And, you know, I think we've mentioned this before, like the world that is being created right now, it makes that John Teeter shit make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. It's John Teeter. I can't remember what year he was supposed to be born. He was supposed to be born around late 90s, early 2000s. There was supposed to be a war. And yeah, go ahead, bro. No, Kevin, you just made me think about this. Just now when you said it, I would imagine the fucking, the cult, the underground, out of the limelight cult that is protecting that man's family, anyone with the name Teeter. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the types of communities that are like laying in secret that believe it? We got motherfuckers that are out here you know, drinking Kool-Aid, chasing comets and stars and shit, killing themselves in droves. Could you imagine motherfuckers that are actually it's a real life goddamn family that are gonna protect you? Fucking, like motherfuckers here now fucking, tell no one this is our this life. Is John life. Connor, like the real John Connor. You kidding me, B? You know what I'm saying? Like protecting this nigga, protect that man, protect his family, like all that shit. You we got this man has to grow into an adult. You know what I'm saying? Word, could you imagine an arsenal behind him? The real life fucking compounds that that he don't even know he got access to yet. With like people that believe in him and his mission, and his mission statement, and his ethos. Mm-hmm. He must succeed. And I want to bring up what you mentioned earlier, man. You just said it again. Man. The power of belief. Mm. The power of belief. The power of uh, programming. Mm-hmm. Right. I noticed a phrase early on during the pandemic that really that really bothered me, man. And uh, a lot of my, uh, a lot of the people I know, they don't even think twice about this. But the phrase "new norm." This is the new norm. Yes. The new norm. Can you take a moment and think about how powerful that phrase is? You know, the new norm. And then it got repeated over and over and over again in all like mainstream media. It's all over the internet. People are talking about, well, I guess this is the new norm. Yes. No. What that is, is all right, here's my balls. I, I'm putting them on the table. Do whatever you want with them. Yeah. It's, a, it, it's an acceptance of a new idea, of a new world without questioning it. You know, the new norm was repeated over and over and over again in the echo chamber. And what it really does is it makes people not question anything new that's happening, mm. but accepting things for the way they are. Because Compliance the is God. Yeah. Just like, you know, when the CIA, they coined the word... You better watch your goddamn words. See, look, you got... Monitors cutting off and shit. So uh, uh, this uh, this um, club coined um, conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, we uh huh. You know, to label people who uses their common sense. You know, so it became uh, the society started thinking that it's not cool to use your common sense. Because if you use your common sense, you don't consider conspiracy theory. Yep. Did you? And now, thinking about that, and then the new phrase that was invented last year, the new norm. 
think about how powerful it is every time you repeat it. Yeah, it's, it's a regurgitation. It's a, it's a, 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 a reassurance of fucking compliance. It's just like, ah, oh, just trust. Without yeah. Without hard facts. Mm-hmm. You know, just like how the vaccine, quote unquote, vaccine. Stop saying the goddamn word. The shot. Yeah. The, the shot. shot. Say it. The shingles. I'm gonna shot. call it something else. The scurvy. Yeah. <laughs> like the shot is being like implemented, and people are like, "You have to take that shot because someone told me that it's good for you." Someone who tried to kill eighty percent of the world population <laughs> told me that we have to take it. The fact that this motherfucker ain't, like, him and his cronies, like, the fact that we still, where the, where the fuck are we at with that book, and his and that, that black book, Epstein's book, and his, and his manuscript? Yeah, man, um, talking about, like, Bill Gates, right? Are we talking about, that's what yeah, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Talking, yeah. Bill Gates, his, his boss and his parents work for the IBM president. What's mm-hmm. his name? I forgot his name, but uh, he used to hang out with um, with the uh, um, who's that famous Nazi, the with a full mustache. Hitler. Mm, Hitler. Hitler. Right. He said that famous Nazi. Yeah. Okay. They're all eugenicists, right? Yeah. But the way I'm looking at it right now, I'm looking real close to the numbers, man, and uh, all these eugenicists, man. Hitler is labeled as one of the worst, right? But if you look at the number, uh-huh. Bill Gates is coming real close, and he probably be Hitler by now. This type of shit, where once this story is being told 400 years from now, people are gonna look back and think about how primitive these, you know, uh, early 21st century humans were, and how foolish. They were for paying attention to these people. Nigga, stop it. <laughs> we are idiocracy. We are in the age of idiocracy. Terry Crews, Terry fucking Crews. Niggas ain't gonna be looking back on nothing with them. Oh, those beasts. They were, they were so smart. <laughs> oh my god. They were they were wizards of their day. Like motherfuckers out here. Brondo, the third mutilator. It would make plants. You remember porn Mountain Dew on fucking tomato plants and shit. It won't grow. These motherfuckers are going to be dumb as hell in the future, bro. Where we going? Oh, Fuck you, man. Shit. Oh, shit. They're going to look back at us like, you know, they're not. They're like, you know, fucking Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, think about the new world order, man. The Great Reset is going to happen nine years from now. Nine years. Mm-hmm. Within nine years, our clients are going to be hunted down. You know? And we're going to be powerless. We're going to be voiceless if we don't do something about it now. Right. Um, the, the, the world's uh, economic uh, form. World Economic Forum. I always forget that. Mm-hmm. I remember that. You know, Charles Schwab said, you're going to own nothing and you're going to be happy. Yeah. You know? Mm. Do you know how many people they're going to have to murder uh, to leave out only those people who are, who are willing to pay? You know? And that's why you have uh, uh, earthquake machines and 
machines that manipulate the weather. You have to have other avenues of approach to yeah, create mass genocide. Yes, you have to kill us all. An absurd idea. <laughs> I see mainstream advertisement about weather, you know, changing the weather. You know, in the 1950s, they came out, uh, they declassified the fault. You know, it's able to change the weather. Mm-hmm. And now China was like, oh, you guys want to do the Olympics here? And the Olympics Council was like, no, the air is too dirty. And we don't know what kind of weather we're going to have. And China was like, all right, we're going to clean the air and we're going to make sure that the weather is nice mm-hmm. during the Olympics. How did they do that? The heart. You know, and now fucking uh, Texas was threatening the United States that um, they were going to secede. Good they job. Were- Keep going. Keep they- going. Love you, going. Keep going. Snow day ass is out. And then the government decided, all right, you guys are getting too ballsy. Let me expose your vulnerability by giving you a weather that you're not prepared to handle. All of a sudden, snowstorms. Some of my friends died in Texas. Okay. That weather manipulation is not a freak accident. That was an attack to Texas to put them in their place. Mm-hmm. Because after that, all that talk about uh, Texas seceding all shut down. They were all quiet. They got humble. You know? And not only that, another proof. Um, Paradise, uh, what, what is it? Paradise City? Paradise... Paradise, California. Paradise, California. You know? That fire that happened, that freak fire. All these trees are standing, but cars are melted right Oh, yeah, ground. we talk about that. Yeah, talk you know? about that. And then this Russian scientist showed what this in-ground lightning can do. It boiled water. And if you look at satellite pictures during the time it happened in Paradise, California, a portion, a small portion of that river was boiling. And the minerals from the uh, from the earth was rising up. <laughs> let me let, let me let me touch on a couple things that you that you touched on, bro. Um, so Texas, this is going to Texas. TDLR.gov, I believe, is the website. Hold on, Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation. This is www.tdlr.texas.gov. Anybody can look this shit up, okay? TDLR.gov. And when you go onto the website, let me see. I'm going to tell you exactly how to go there. You have to go to Programs Licensed. Then you scroll down, and you go to Weather Modification at the bottom. It tells you that TDLR adopts administrative rules. Um and this is this is February twelfth, twenty nineteen. This is from Texas.gov. Okay, folks, the Texas Commission of Licensing and Regulation adopted amendments to an existing rule regarding the weather modification program, sixteen Texas Administrative Code Chapter seventy nine. the The adoption justification published in the February eighth, twenty nineteen issue of the Texas Register. 
and may also be viewed on TDLR's website. The updated rule chapter will be made available on its made available upon its effective date of February 15, 2019. So this is just basically showing you, like, just like you were saying, like, nah, yeah, they actually modify the weather in Texas. This is a thing that they do. It's not hitting. It is on their Texas.gov. This is a .gov website, okay, ladies and gentlemen. And then another one, this just came out July 22nd, 2021. Some of y'all might remember this, this headline. Dubai makes it rain by zapping clouds with electricity. Y'all remember this? Mm-hmm. Dubai. Cloud seeding. Yep, cloud seeding from Vietnam. Yep, exactly, right? Dubai has been able to influence the weather to control the heat by using new drone technology to zap clouds with electricity, creating rain. The desert nation in the Middle East has been making it rain for years by seeding clouds via aircraft, but a recent downpour is believed to have been created with drones. The UAE's National Center of Meteorology shared images of rain on its Facebook page, tagging them cloud seeding. All right. And I believe in that same week is when China had those massive floods. All the weather on Earth is connected. If motherfuckers don't know. <laughs> All those floods in northern China and southern China, you know what was happening? Wow. In the middle of it was local. Last year, China produced no food. It was buying a whole shit ton of corn from the United States and rice from uh, other Asian countries, man. China produced no food last year. We got a food shortage going on right now. That volcano that uh, erupted in California, it, it, it uh, produced all these ashes that landed on all these crops in California and the nearby farms in Mexico. All those fires in California, which I think were also attacks. You know, same machine that they used to create these fires in uh, Paradise, California. Well, another thing with the with the fires that they with these uh, uh direct energy weapons that they've been scorching these places with, they have uh the maps. What is it? The fucking what's Tam? What's the fucking the high speed uh, railway map? The girl. The high-speed railway map. If you look at these places that have had these fires, and you look at these fucking maps that they have for these proposed like railways and these new gentrified city plans and shit, these new urban centers, they all like if you lay all the fucking maps on top of each other, bro, they like coalesce with the fucking. You know what I mean? It's like not by coincidence. It's like, all right, we got some questions for you, motherfucker. You would have put two and two together and just stay still for five minutes and see. You'd be like, look, we gotta talk to these fucking people. Like yep. hold your fucking hold your flight plans and get you on a fucking get you in custody real quick. If in the perfect world. Yup. In the perfect yep. world. It's, <laughs> it's, it's hunger game shit, man. I was even looking at um someone I can't remember what they what they called it in that movie, what they pat pat panasem or something like that. Whatever they call, but Hunger Games takes place in this country, you know? It takes place in North America. And it's a version of North America where the um the borders is basically uh, uh basically almost two hundred miles from each border, hundred plus miles, about 150, 200 miles from each border has been overrun by water. 
and then it's cut into districts, 13 districts, something like that, 12, 13 districts. Then in between each district is <clears throat> 70 miles of wilderness. You know what I'm saying? So people are essentially in these self-contained bubbles and can't even get to another district unless they get on the what? The high-speed railway, just like what you're talking about right now. You know, it's not that far. Your, your, your electric car is not going to get you yet. <laughs> no, yeah, right, right. It's not going to get anywhere. The infrastructure, you think they're going to keep up the infrastructure for people to drive across the country like that? No. It, mm -hmm. the, even with the um the high-speed railway, think about the rail corridors that are going to be created, right? And it, it, um, from what I understand, they're going to be guarded by, like, either military or TSA-type personnel. It's probably going to be armed TSA-type personnel mm -hmm. because of a heightened level of security. Yeah, and, and, and niggas is gonna niggas is gonna be itching for them fucking jobs. It's gonna be a new military. And yeah, it's a civilian sector. Fucking yeah, the military government. is sworn by the constitution. They mm -hmm. don't work for the government. Yeah, for mm -hmm. now. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, right now I'm, that's like habeas corpus. Habeas corpus. <laughs> but fucking let 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 rations and shit. Turn, my act report, bro. Mm -hmm. So much shit going on, bro. Like this shit a finick and fold, yep. bro. I wanted to say something about the the, uh, the railways. That if you think about that, that is a slow your mind down, and you say everything from everyone else's mind is always driven over roads and trucks. And think about a new world of a streamlined approach for logistics, a streamlined railway where you layman Joe. Want to be fucking revolutionary? Have a hard ass time of getting access to is going to be away from you. You're going to have that built up its own infrastructure, its own fucking goddamn policing and all that jazz, and that's going to be in and out, bringing fucking logistics, food, VIPs, prisoners. You know what I mean? You think that shit ain't going to exist going to and from major points of entry and interest in this country. You, that's predictive programming and cinema that we've already had digested for, gen for, for years. That's going to come to fruition. That is coming. That is too predictable and approachable of a fucking logistical resource not to have delivered in real time. They're going to have that. You're going to have these fucking barrier cities just like a, this. Look at it. Look at the fucking FEMA, the FEMA regions. Mm -hmm. you know, look, at, look at the FEMA regions we have here. He said nine years. He says it's going to happen. But like, look at the infrastructure that they have. You know what I mean? The railways and shit like that. Think about that, bro. And then you're going to have justif justification to fucking smite anybody that tries to sabotage that. Oh, yeah, completely, because, right, because that's going to be the new, like, for whoever's left in the country, that's going to be the new way, those are going to be the supply routes, all that stuff. They're probably going to be, it's probably going to be the Amero, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have uh, Canada, the U.S., Mexico being a super country, mm -hmm. kind of like the Euro, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? The European Union, something like that. And it's going to be completely different. Yeah, they're going to defend them like that. They're going to be, they, they'll kill anybody. 
it'll be different rules at that point. Mm-hmm. And it, like and that type of shit, if we don't push back, it's gonna happen sooner than later. And that's what folks don't understand. Like mm-hmm. we no longer have like a decade to consider, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this shit is like knocking mm-hmm. on niggas' doors right now. Or the eleventh fucking hour, bro. Straight up. Look, <clears throat> think about it, like we're not gonna have we're not gonna have fucking personal vehicles in, in droves like we have access to mm-hmm. in that time frame either. Think about it, because they're going to want to restrict these. You know what I mean? Got, a lot of these roads are going to be flooded anyway. That's why they're going to have a railroad. They're going to be flooded. Look what, they're, giving you pre, they're giving you heads up now with what the fuck we're dealing with. with these floods. Look what just happened. Accelerated floods and shit. Sorry. Look, yeah, look right? what just happened in what people don't know or people may not know what happened in the tri-state area in New York, New Jersey. And yeah, testimony. With the, with the flooding. With floods and shit, pulling people yeah. Shit caught people off guard out That's here. Real. You know what I'm saying? Like we knew, okay, Louisiana, because we we didn't even, we didn't even touch on Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? What's going on down there? I still don't know what's going on down there, but I know what's going on. I ain't even heard about Louisiana. No, but I know what's going on over here. Just like you were saying, these floods that are going on over here. There are folks that are on the highway, Jersey Turnpike and shit, wherever they were. And they had to abandon their cars all over this area. And those cars are fucked now. You know what I'm saying? My dad was in New York City. He lived in New York City. During all that rain, all that flooding, he said he actually turned around and drove down the highway counterflowing. Because he saw people car getting stuck on the highway and uh, people were dying yeah for some reason i don't i still don't understand why they couldn't get out of their cars but uh some people died mm-hmm. because they couldn't get out of their car you know i heard nine people got reported dead uh two days ago there could be more i don't really know but he said firsthand he saw this happen and he countered flowed the highway to, to turn back. The thing is, what really bothers me is this is not a problem that New York City experienced. You know? Mm-hmm. And it happened. Just like how th- there was snowstorm in Texas. That doesn't happen. But it right. Happened. Be wary and have little faith in infrastructure. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's yeah. Not, I think what it is is uh, screw, screwing around with the weather. Oh, yeah. Well, fucking shit's done by design, but I'm talking about even so with the contingencies that are set in place in a city like New York. For that shit not to be drained and, you know what I mean, just and dispersed regardless of fucking trash or maintenance or whatever the case, that shit was retar- retarded. I was doing I was doing uh fucking rescue uh, rescue service and recovery, to pulling cars out of the fucking uh every time the fucking uh goddamn uh, uh stormed and shit last couple of times, put my head under motherfucking water grabbing chains and shit to hook the chassis. Oh, thank you, all. like fucking sewer juice on my motherfucking neck and nostrils, man. Like I'm under the char- I'm under the chain under the bitch, bro. Like. Fucking water up here. I'm gonna leave cars and shit under fucking well, municipal wastewater. Like, well, really like 
Yeah. Can you imagine how many of our veterans who fought for this country died for that stupid accident or incident? You know, while our prisoners are sitting comfortably eating peace for a meal for building on some water to get food and get food. What are you talking about as far as what? Wait. All those veterans on the street that died because of these calamities. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they got nowhere to run, they got nobody to call. Well, when you're in your guest, when you're out, you're a pest. That's the way the fucking military works, bro. Yeah, but that's, that's shit, man. Like, it's a rather left field of a topic to head into and to segue like a motherfucker, but uh, <laughs> you know what? That's the truth, but no one wants to touch on. You know what? Look at fucking Veterans Row and shit. You got mother. I mean, that's just one place, but like, Look how many vets out here you got just fucking failed by the VA and shit, try to claim shit and just yeah, get denied it. once and just get, just, 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 you know what I mean, just overcome with grief and shit, never try again. And they turn to the fucking streets panhandling and turning the yeah. fucked up on savory avenues of approach when they were once people that were relevant with skill sets in life. You and I are, are lucky. We're, we're one of the lucky ones. You're a former military. You, you gave your life for this country. You're still alive today. I was a child soldier. I, I might have been fighting against you. I don't even fucking know. Who we don't talk about that. No, no, no. Okay. We don't talk about that. Yeah. Carry on, though. <laughs> no, nigga, you want, you want to fucking slide into this fucking... You want to come here. We talk, we talk about flooding and shit, nigga. We're talking to the world right now. We talking, we talking, hey, we in open form, open form. I take a pistol. But you know, so funny as well. It, it's real though, man, you know, and and to, to think of all the people that whose lives were lost off of nothing. And I want to go, go to something that you were saying, bro, even about, you know, again, yeah, mm-hmm. this is unnatural weather to occur here. <clears throat> it's only going to be worse. It's only going to become worse. And they're talking about this climate change stuff as if, you know, when they talk about climate change, they talk about it as if us running our cars and breeding cows and shit is what's causing it. And they're not talking about the things that are intentionally being done to our earth, you know? That's that's the chemtrailing, that's the um the bunker fuel spewing out of um certain certain uh barges on the water. That's the dumping of heavy metals into the ocean to change the, the alkalinity of it. You know, that's the um the and again, like you said, even with the, the fires in California those are directed energy weapons, and those are um, the smart meters. You know what I'm saying? If they cut power in one area, then it's going to pick up and and surge in other areas. It's being it's intentionally surging in areas and causing these these fires, these wildfires that are being created. It's not like forest fires. You know, Smokey Smokey the Bear used to say, "Only you can prevent forest fire." Now he says only you can prevent wildfire. What the fuck is a wildfire from a forest fire? A wildfire right, right here. Is a wildfire, motherfucker. A wildfire is when a community spontaneously erupts into flames out of nowhere. That's a completely different situation. They're banning the use of firewood 
in Canada. Right. It's, it's completely ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Yeah, and they've been talking about this for like almost two decades now. For good 10, 15 years. John, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Cannot make this shit up. Cannot make this shit up. Yeah, firewood. Get away from that fucking tree. What <laughs> the fuck? You ain't got enough fucking Mounties for that bullshit, bro. Right. You ain't got enough fucking people to... You know how ridiculous you sound telling Canadians you can't cut down a fucking... <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Oh my god, that shit made my head squeeze. That shit got my whole cranium squeezed. Lee, like, it, like, it's true. He, he, he ain't lying. He ain't lying. And the thing that I learned about Canada is that they're good at policing each other and policing oh. themselves. That's part of the issue with Canada because Canada, your neighbors will tell on you. And, and in Canada, <clears throat> this is the thing I learned. I was listening to an interview a couple months ago. He said in Canada, okay, take like, because this is a guy who has his, you know, he has his uh, weapons permit or license or whatever the fuck they have in Canada. He has a firearm. And he said in his small town, people are over there wearing the fucking masks outside. You know what I'm saying? They said if you see, if they see you with your mask, if you're not wearing a mask outside, they're going to call the fucking Mounties on you. And the thing is, with the firearms database in Canada, they run that shit every day. They run it every day. And if someone's name comes up on it, let's say if you get accused of a crime, if you have, if someone calls the popo on you, then you will have the fucking Mounties kicking down your door to come take your shit. You cannot. And the Mounties ain't nothing to fuck with. They ain't nothing to fuck with. They ain't Dudley do, ain't Dudley do right. Nah, that ain't them niggas. Yeah, exactly. And so. So you don't want to run afoul of the law in Canada because you got heavy snitch culture over there in Canada. And then you got these mounties. So, you know what I'm saying? So burning that firework, you're most likely going to have your fucking neighbors calling the Babylon on you. He's got hickory in the Did fire. you say hickory? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yo, these niggas about to go crazy in Canada. You know what I'm my God, that's mahogany. What world are we living in? The upside down. Yo, do you remember? Do you remember back? I'm gonna see if I can pull up this article too. This is August 31st, 2011. This is from NPR. Why Gibson guitar was raided by the Justice Department. Well, it says, last week, federal, mar this is 2011, last week, federal marshals raided the Gibson Guitar Corporation in Tennessee. It wasn't the first time. The government appears to be preparing to charge the famous builder of instruments with trafficking of illegally obtained wood. It's a rare collision of music and environmental regulations. In the hottest part of an August Tennessee day last Thursday, Gibson Guitar CEO Henry Juskowitz stood out in the full sun for 30 minutes and vented to the press about the events the day before. Quote, we had a raid, he said. Shut down production, sent our employees home and confiscated wood, end quote. I'm not even going to read this whole fucking article, but 
this shit really happened. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Madagascar Ebony was contraband. Mm. <laughs> Madagascar Ebony. And from what I understand, I'm seeing, I'm just combing through this article right now, but um, from what I understand, when they were when they procured the water, when they got it, it wasn't illegal. But then it became illegal at a certain point. Yes, just like um, a Brazilian iron one uh, from the Martin's Guitar Symphony. That was hmm. banned in the 60s. And now it's not banned anymore to use as well. But it can't leave the country and it can't enter the country. I mean, hmm. in the country. Uh. And I noticed because... Um, I one of my clients is a guitar builder, and he was able to go into the Martin Guitar Company, and he got me a big box of Brazilian ironwood that they would use as fretboards. Mm. And um, he traded me a knife for this box of, um, of Brazilian ironwood to use the scales for knife handles. And as far as I know, I'm the only one on the planet who possess this um, Brazilian ironwood from Martin Guitar Company. Oh shit. You know, because it's been sitting in their factory since it was banned in the 60s. <laughs> oh, look at the irony of that. And I got a hold of it, and now I got it in my shop. And I can use it now legally, again. As long as I don't export the knife or I don't import any more of that wood. My God, nigga, you better make some more of a kind of weapons, baby. Like, you better fucking like, get squared with would, uh, appreciate, Oh, yeah, that's uh, some hard shit. Like, you gotta fucking. Yeah. I only, tell no one. Tell no one. I only make. I only use that material now when I make knives for musicians. Well, hmm. how many have you made, though? Have you made any yet with any. Uh, um, so far, I've made one. You sell it yet, or no? No, no. I, I, I have it in the shop. I have show it, me later. I never posted it or anything like that. But, yeah, so far, I'm, I'm saving this wood for musicians. Because musicians are going to appreciate this material. They're going to know it. They're going to know they're fucking stock. They're going to appreciate it more than, you know, normal mortals. Because right. this is a very special wood, you know. Mm -hmm. Because the thing about the Brazilian um, ironwood, this thing is so dense; it sinks in water. It's it 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 sounds like glass when you when you tap on it. So the, wow. um, you know they use it as a fretboard and for the inside of the guitar because the reverberation is like it, it doesn't receive it. You know, sound is a physical thing. Of course. Mm -hmm. you know, when you make vibration, sound is a physical thing. Mm -hmm. And it, because it's a physical thing, it gets absorbed by softer wood. Mm -hmm. And the throwback is not as vibrant. Mm -hmm. But because this stuff is so dense, it's like having that on a weapon, like on a knife, that, that, I just thought when about you, that. When you strum the guitar, it just throws back this sound that is just full and mm. vibrant and all the mm. energy is there, man. So I don't use this wood for most of the blades I make. I, this is no, that's some special shit. You don't do gain no fucking mass production situation. Hell no. Fuck yeah. I only use it for 
my clients who are serious musicians. Dignitaries and politicians. Yeah. You know, what else you got? That's like the fucking like Canadians in the goddamn like what's next to ban? Right. You know what I mean? Like we back there, like we got you can't now you can't burn fucking wood. You got snitch neighbors and shit. Like you take the guns, it's like you're turning mm-hmm. these places. Like first you started with Britain, then Australia, now you're fucking you know I mean? then New Zealand, <coughs> now you're not uh, South Africa, not like come on. Oh yeah, this is Ryu Lim. Yeah, Forge and Fire. What the high fuck you say? History Channel Forge and Fire winner. What episode? Champion. Cha- I'm just like I can learn how to speak English for like the fourth time. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, I gotta tell you something, Cam. So good news. So the other day, right, a chicken shat on me. Shat yesterday. I'm gonna tell you how this shit happened, yo. Check this shit out. You can't make this shit up. This happened to me yesterday. Chicken. I'm in my nephew's house. Fucking chicken sitting on my head and shit. Me and this chicken became friends. Fucking felt something drop off this chicken uh, instantly. My head. I like oh, this chicken ain't got no motherfucking pockets. I was like, oh, this chicken is shitting. This chicken shattered my back. I shook that nigga. I shook a nigga off my head. I was like, oh, this shit is green. Chicken shit on my back. Took the shirt off. I'm washing. I'm washing the shirt off and shit. So yeah, right. That's the most I got. And then I wash the shirt off and shit. I was talking to my nephew. I was like, man, some goofy shit. You can say when you bury shit on you, it's supposed to be good luck. Chicken shit, that don't never happen. I thought that's supposed to be super luck. I said that before leaving. I'm going to go get me some pizza. Pizza place was closed. I said, fuck. My stomach was touching my back. I said, I want me a slice. Got a phone call. Bro, so-and-so from West Virginia, you won the rifle raffle. I said, what? I won, what? A, motherf- I won a motherfucking... Nine millimeter carbine rifle. What? <laughs> chicken shit, bitch. Chicken shit. Yo, you gonna have niggas out here with chickens on their shoulders, like? Bro, I'm about to be bathing in chicken shit, bro. I'm about to have a goddamn fucking tub and shit, just like keep shitting, just like I have a whole bucket, five gallon buckets of chicken shit, bathing in it, like don't worry about the smell, like what the fuck, yo. I'll no. never win nothing, nigga. Whole right my mind. He said, well, send your FFL. I was like, ah. Chicken shit 15 minutes later, bro. Congratulations, my man. I'll tell you, start hanging around with chickens. <laughs> Complaining. Being a bodega for lottery tickets and shit, waiting, smacking the chicken on the ass, trying to get squeezed shit out to put on your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> straight box. I want the fucking straight box. Like, like, this nigga corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit really happened, bro. Chicken oh. shit got me a rifle, bro. That shit fire, dude. Fucking Good chicken shit. shit. Shit, sir, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. We need more niggas with rifles out here. We need more motherfuckers stop buying sneakers and buying land. Mm-hmm. Trusting each other to pull their money together to have a fucking equal equity and whatever investment. Right. <clears throat> Black people too feel feel too fucking empowered to be finessed over. Everybody can't they don't trust nobody. You know what I mean? It's my shit, my shit. You know what I mean? Nobody. Oh, no, you know, cohesion and shit. And that's why everybody runs circles around us. Mm-hmm. 
That's what I'm saying. You know, move to Commonwealth instead of paying to be enslaved by the higher power to live in the city, the common city, that offers nothing but distraction. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's, that's, that's a Weimar 2.0. Whose modus operandi has that always been? Right, exactly. You know whose modus operandi that is. What we got, Ken? What we got? What else is on the menu? You know what I mean? Besides the fucking uh, Maria. We have, tonight. What about we answer some questions from the ladies? I don't know wherever they at. But I know we tonight we are at Maria I'm, I'm Abramovich's mm-hmm. restaurant. We're at the Cannibal Cuisine or the Cannibal Cafe. What that bitch is shit called? She's That's what the fuck we going to call it. <laughs> Yo, so... So unless some people ask some questions, let me um it's one thing because next next week is gonna be the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven. And you know, we're 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 kinda having this conversation in the backdrop of nine eleven, but now we got this new shit. Just like Ray was saying, we got this is the new new normal, you know? When nine eleven happened, that was the old new normal. Shit fucked everyone's head up. You know what I'm saying? Changed the world. And now we're in the new, new normal. But we couldn't have this period without that, you know? And I believe all the stuff that they're running on the people now, they tried to run it back then. Because you remember the first SARS, right? The first SARS back in like 02, 03, whatever that shit was. That shit was terrifying. Like even the name, you know what I'm saying? And the fucking biohazard (laughs) signs on the TV. What the fuck is a SARS? You know what I'm saying? And nah, Ebola was before that. Yeah. Yo, the the first Ebola was in Zaire in 1975, and then Ebola came back in the 1990s, like 1994, somewhere around there. Fucked everyone's heads up. Shit was terrifying. <laughs> and then Ebola came back again in like 2015. But all this shit is bio wet. Bioweapons, you know what I'm saying? Ebola is not a natural disease. That shit is from the Marburg virus. The Marburg virus, listen, how did the Marburg virus go from Marburg to Ebola? The only connection we know between that is that people were fucking with the Marburg virus to use it as a bioweapon. Oh, I got another one. Go ahead. Uh, check out um, Bill Gates' records where he was during those times. He was in Africa. Well, that's always what they want. They just want you to wow. not have another generation. Get away with you. Document documentations. I said documentation. Documentaries of test. And what the fuck was it, Cameron? You know my brain. Well, old boy was like, it's just a better way. He said, we oh him. yeah, so yeah. I, my mind is Dude from Samer. He was explaining that 
it was a more humane way. We should just fucking play that. I don't know where. I think we can. We should, yo. Yeah, can you saying, play that? Can, you, can uh, yeah. you pull out the little middle screen? Like, I, we haven't done that in years. Like, <laughs> infamous <laughs> middle screen. Yeah, yo. Proxy. Proxy point of view. The. Yeah. Let me see if I can find this thing because yeah, it's worth playing right now because this this guy worked for the um oh shit they're doing a new Avatar movie okay it's about time um the, the, this guy worked with for an organization in South Africa and he was explaining how. They intentionally gave people AIDS, and he was saying because the optics of them, you know, physically killing these people would have been too horrific. So, using a biological weapon was the humane way to do it. And how did they do it? But through a vaccine campaign, where people would come. Wanted to stop people from having sex because sex produces more people. Uh, That's is that what happens? Mm Are you sure? Yep. Am I sure? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, motherfucker. Damn. Are you articulating that? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Do they fucking like, yeah. yeah. There's going to be a third motherfucker in the room soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what the Israelis are doing yeah. to the Palestinians to this day. Yep. But I, I right. And right, they want to discourage people from having it in the first place. Like, you go, because think about it, right? Back in the day, like, you had, you know, I guess you say regular people, you know what I'm saying? You had fucking syphilis and, you know, herpes and, and gonorrhea, but a lot of shit yeah. that could be cleared yeah. up with some yeah. that could, shit that could be cleared up with antibiotics. But when AIDS hit, that was like, no, motherfucker, like, this thing could kill you. That was a whole different take on, you know, venereal disease at that point. Oh, my God, my back. Yes. (laughs) I'm looking for, okay, I think I found this shit. I think I found it. I think I found it. Okay, I'm, the I'm fuck a, is you talk about? I'm, I'm gonna play you? some of this. I'm gonna play some of this, folks. If you were listening on the uh, Instagram live, you're gonna want to go to onthewakeupradio.com because that's the only place you're gonna hear this shit. You're not gonna hear it on the Instagram. I'll give you all about thirty seconds to get there at this point while I fire this up, while I put up the proxy screen. You know what's liberating? Pissing in the bushes in the wilderness in the dark and not knowing if some type of beast or like fucking meta human humanoid entity might just like lunge forward and like rip your genitals apart out the bushes and just like with these ten ten inch hangs. <laughs> like you never know like with like some some people under the stairs fucking like that movie, <laughs> The Descent, when them girls went cave oh, spree-lunking in Pennsylvania and them bitches ran up with them fucking the nocturnal humanoid subterranean monsters. <laughs> yeah, that shit was not smart. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Sword. Shout out to Sword. That's the homie right there. He said, don't forget the teachings of the Book of Five Rings by Miyamoto Musashi as well. You already know the Book of Five Rings. It talks about rhythm, talks about, you know, all kinds. Folks, just read that book. You know what I'm saying? That's another one. The Art of War, the Book of Five Rings. So it's definitely two books that people should, uh, you know, you read a few times a year. I read the Art of War more several times a year because I always learn something new. I've been giving away so many copies of that book over the years, you know, all marked up with my notes and shit, like gone. But it's worth it, you know, and just like John said, that should be, you know, regular material, regular reading material for everybody. Thank you for coming through and being a part of this conversation. This was very enlightening. You know, it's always good to have another perspective on here because we're all in this fight together. And, you know, if we're going to, I don't know if we're going to save this country, you know, it would be cool. But at the very least, we need to be having these conversations in order to know how to move from this point forward and to know for people to know that they're not alone in the end of the day, too, because, you know, oh, man. I've been hearing these nurses talk like nurses in Minnesota. They were they, uh, a lot of them were speaking out. They were saying that about 20 or 27 percent of their nurses have actually received the shot. So the numbers aren't what people think. And one thing that the nurse asked, she said, people need to ask the question, why are healthcare professionals like nurses not wanting to get the shot? You know, that's a huge question. We don't need to answer it on this show, but you should be asking that. The listener should be asking that question. Why would, in New York City, why would 13 healthcare professionals risk their jobs, their careers, their livelihood, and their freedom to get fake vaccine cards? When Quinn, the quote, the, what's this motherfucker's name? What's this cocksucker's name? Bill de Blasio, the mayor, says, oh, you could get the card for free. If you just get the shot, why would they risk everything, put everything on the line to get fake cards? Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got caught because they were buying cards with the fucking Cash App and Zelle and PayPal and all that shit. Yes. They got caught somehow, some way. They got caught. You know what I'm saying? Why would people risk it all? It's just about finding like minds using this platform as a network because when it happens you will know who was who prior to the coronal mass ejection or the fucking reset or whatever the case may be like oh yeah i used to follow you go oh yeah you that's what y'all look like you know what i mean i remember your name like squared away type shit come with us come with us if you want to live type of shit or you might have your own network and shit that we may be able to come and fucking, you know what I mean? Reciprocate camaraderie and resources. Like John said, just, you know, link up with some people. Link up with some people. Um, Big shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby for bringing this all together. Cindy. Tune in again next week for the most dangerous two hours in radio. On the wake up, yeah. <laughs> Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashwin Duck. On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to.
to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.